Hello and welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It is Chris. And Geordie. And today we are watching one of my favourite films of all time. Uh, a comedy masterpiece from the early 90s. Wayne's World, to have excellent Wayne's World, the movie. No way. Way. Don't just see it. Get the net. Living. She makes me feel kind of funny. Like when we used to climb the rope in gym class. Melon, I'm just glad there was no need for a body cavity search. Be it. Hi, Wayne. Paramount Pictures presents Wayne's World. We're not mental or anything, so don't be afraid. Yes, we are watching Wayne's World, the 1992 Mike Myers, Dana Carvey classic. 1992 again, that's the year I was born. Well, it's a year of some great movies. Apparently. You can't help that. And uh, this one is a favourite of mine. Yep. Uh, So I discovered this movie... I think about 97, it was about the time, just after, 97, 98, it was just after Austin Powers had come out. Mm. And I sort of had a bit of a Mike Myers revelation. As a kid, had sort of associated headbanging with Bohemian Rhapsody and wasn't sort of, didn't really get why as a young kid. <laughs> but obviously once this came into my yeah. life on VHS, well, I'd been out for years, been out for five years and I found it on VHS and... And sort of my my love of Mike Myers began, and uh, this movie just became an instant classic that got watched regularly. Yeah. But I know what you're like with comedy. Yeah, so we'll see how so we go. So I was very, very interested to sit down and watch this with you. There was one scene, and we will get to it, because I'm sure you've got notes, where I I said, you've got to watch this part. This is, this is the funniest <laughs> part in the whole movie. <laughs> And we, we had to rewind it because you sort of looked at me dumbly. And I, I was in hysteric. Like, I was laughing before it happened. You were because, laughing before it happened. Because I find it so funny. But we will get to it. Let's yes. let's get straight into it. Let's dive into your notes because I know you've got quite a few there. Let's do it. All right. So my first note is that my sister-in-law's favourite movie. So this is her favourite movie. So it is. I my, really my younger sister, Imogen. This is her favourite movie. And I think Shannon loves this movie as well. Like This, this is, a, again, this is a movie. Favourite family. Well, this is a movie I watched a lot as a teenager. So they They had around. no choice. They had no choice. My, my sisters are 10 years younger than me. Yeah, so they, you know, growing up, watch this movie quite a lot because I watch this movie quite a lot. This and the second one, so. And I'm pretty sure your sister actually dressed up as the character, one of the main characters for one of your birthdays. Yeah, possibly. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a photo there somewhere. I think it was for your 30th. Oh, it would have been, yeah, when we had a yep. dress-up scene for my 30th birthday, yes. Yeah. It would have been, actually, yes. So, yeah, exactly. So, I really hope I enjoy it. That was my first note. Okay. What was the second note? Why does Wayne look familiar? I put Mike Myers, but I wasn't 100% sure. Yes. And even at the end, I was still like, I'm not sure, but it looks like Mike Myers. Yeah. So, vindication! <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Yeah, no, obviously yeah, this is so great. this was Mike Myers I, I wanna say his first big movie, but I just not, I need to check that because But didn't you say it was after Austin Powers? No, no. So it came out before Austin Powers. Okay. But I didn't find it until after Austin Powers because you know, I was at that point when Austin Powers came out I was ten. Okay, so there was a good like ten, fifteen years in between. No, no, five years. Oh. So this one came out in 1992. Let me let me just double check these dates because... And when you think about that, they look so different. Like in Austin Powers, he looks way older, but maybe that's just like the makeup and all that kind of thing. I think that's the whole point, like the makeup and all that sort of stuff. And he's supposed to look like a... Like a 18 young year old, 19-year-old here. Like that's, yeah. that's sort of the point of Wayne's word is... 
that they are, you know, essentially kids. Yeah. Wayne's World was his first actual movie. So obviously okay. he was in Saturday Night Live. Yep. The, the sketch show, which I watch quite a bit of. And yes, you, I actually know stand. that one. So that's where Wayne's World came from. It was a sketch okay. on Saturday Night Live that turned then into they just turned a, in. turned into But into there was a, movie. a few that happened like that, wasn't there? There's, there's I feel like you remember, you've told me that many times. There's a lot of those movies that have come out of Saturday Night Live. So this is where it started. And then Austin Powers was 1997. Gotcha. So five years later. His ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Lol. She's obsessed. It's, yeah. That's all I've got. <laughs> that's the joke. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got that. I got oh, good. That. That's, I yeah, no, just, that's what I meant. Sure I'm I like, I know, I, Lol. It was funny. I know what you're like with comedy, so I'm just making sure you understood that that's why that's funny, because she is so crazy. Yeah. I know I knew that one. The flaming bar sign is sick. I had the same <laughs> thought. Now, I've watched this movie, as we said, countless times. Yep. But watching this with you is the first time I've taken real notice of the Gasworks sign. So Gasworks is the club they go to at the start of the movie. And it's where they see uh, the band playing for the first time. And yes. it, it's a gas flame sign. Yeah. So it's been carved out Gasworks and has obviously those gas flames like you see at Crown Casino yeah. running through it. And it's really like sick. It would cost, in this day and age, a fortune to operate. Yep. But was really so cool. cool. Very cool. Yeah, and that was a really cool piece of set design that I think goes sort of yeah un- unrecognised. It does, doesn't yeah. it? Garth's utility belt. <laughs> that was a good one too. So this scene is they're in the club and they're trying to get to the front of the stage and this big guy's blocking Garth's way and he sort of grabs him and throws him and says, get out of my way, you pipsqueak. So he goes to the car, puts on a tool belt with like, <laughs> somehow it's electrified, it's battery operated and stuff yep. and he goes back in, tries to tap the guy on the shoulder, charges it up and he goes, what do you want, you little pipsqueak? And he shoots him across the room Off with this goes. electric wand. It and great. again, it's Good. it's very basic humour, very childish humour, but it's very funny and you know, very I effective. actually found that pretty funny. Okay. I think we're starting to delve into what you find My funny. funny. I, yeah. It's good. Um, so I love the soundtrack already. The soundtrack's really good. It's got good it music. Is. The, the soundtrack for this movie is incredible. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you haven't heard it, if you don't have it, it's well worth a listen. All your grab favorite on, kind of songs. Grab it on your streaming services, on, on your, uh, your Apple Music and your Spotify. It should be there. Download it, add it to your players because it's a cracking soundtrack. Yeah. So good. The chick in the band is badass. So this is Tia Carrera. So again, you probably don't know Tia Carrera from anywhere. Anywhere? No. Do you? No. Nothing that came to mind. Is she someone I should know? Probably not. The big things I guess that she's been in, I'm just trying to find stuff that you might know. So there's one that she was in that you will you love the movie. I know you love the movie, but you won't know it's her because it's an animated movie. Uh. So she voiced Nani in Lilo and Stitch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else on this list of hers that she's been in. Like She's done a lot of stuff, a lot of TV work recently. Yeah. She was the only in one episode of it, but she was uh, Dean Torres in The O.C. We have watched The O.C. Yeah, we have. But it was have, only in one episode. Yeah. So, look, that's, that's probably stretching it. She was in True Lies, which is a movie that I want to add to our list for this podcast. It's another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, but it's a, it's a very good movie. It's, okay. It was almost a bit of a parody on action movies and all these sort of spy movies and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it is very good. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. And one. I think you'd actually really enjoy it. It's, it's action slash comedy slash romance. Slash, it, Ooh, so a, all of my favourite things. It's a bit of everything. Yeah. That's one that we will do on this podcast at some stage because I feel like you would really enjoy that. And she's in that as well. She's the bad guy in that. So okay. Yeah, there's probably nothing else that you would know her from. No. But yes, she is a babe. Yep. Absolute uh, badass. Abraham Lincoln. 
as <laughs> as she would be referred to. But yeah, especially you know singing, and she sang all those tracks herself too. Oh, so she actually is yeah. the singer. That's yep. cool. Okay, Which that's even awesome. cooler. Um, Garth and the car. <laughs> it's a good one. So you're talking about which part in the car? Is it the parking? Is that? No, oh, I'm thinking of another movie, aren't I? After the chick in the band? <laughs> I oh. can't remember. I'm just trying to think what part you might be referring to. So this is the problem with your notes, is the fact that they're very vague. Well, I just assume that you've watched these movies 10,000 times. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you say Garth in the car, he spends a lot of time in the Mirthmobile throughout the movie. It doesn't narrow it down. Before the tent pole. No. <laughs> I, I'd have to go back and rewatch that. You're disappointing that scene of me. The movie. I, I'm disappointing you. Yeah. Be slightly more thorough with your notes, please. No, because then you yell at me for not paying enough attention. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win. You know, you can write without looking at the paper. I tried that, and that's when it came up with like a, a blue, blue, and a blue, de blue. <laughs> <laughs> there are examples here. I cannot. Okay. Anyway, Garth in the car. Apparently, that was a good one. <laughs> so, if you, next time you're watching Wayne's World, just watch out for the scenes with Garth in the car. One of them apparently is very funny. Yeah. And it was before the tent pole. Okay. Okay. Before the tent, the tent pole? pole. Ha ha. So, tent pole is obviously where they're talking about Claudia Schiffer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tent pole. She's a babe. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that was a good one. That's, yeah, back, back in the 90s when there was a lot of. A lot of lingo for getting an erection and uh, came mostly from this movie, especially Schwing. I think that was oh, it. That too, yep. Schwing. 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 Uh, Thank you for the finger yeah, that you uh, used to. No, you, Schwing. That's how you do it. I'm glad this is not a video podcast. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so that's where this movie is responsible for a lot of those euphemisms throughout the 90s. Yeah. Bugs Bunny 101. So I know the scene you're talking about. Now, this is one I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, this is where they're, uh, I'm assuming, where they're laying on the hood of the car. And Garth says to him, he's like, do you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he yes. put on a good dress and play a girl bunny? Like, no. 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 And they both start like, no. He's like, me either. That's, 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 that's it's weird. weird. That's, yeah. that's what that is. Yeah, that's a good one. But yes, that's... Also, one of those scenes that I laugh out loud at regularly. Yes. Yep. Even though I've seen it a hundred times, it still makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, new underwear. Again, I, I feel like it, feel like our podcast is turning into me just deciphering the notes you take during the movies we watch. But this is a scene where uh, Benjamin comes up and is asking Wayne what it's like to be in a studio. Yeah. For the first time, like a big TV studio. That's it's, right. It's, it's like, like a new, new pair underwear. of a new pair of underwear. At first, it's constrictive, but after a while, it becomes a part of you. <laughs> I got to go, and then he just walks and off. And then he walks off the poor thing. And that, that's in that Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey does not get as much respect as he deserves. Yeah. So Dana Carvey as Garth is one of the most comedically brilliant characters. Mm. Uh, and if you go back and you watch some of Dana Carvey's stuff on Saturday Night Live as well, some of his other characters, yeah. just incredible. Yeah. Um, he's a very, very funny man that, um, yeah, prob- probably hasn't had the career trajectory after this that he that he should have. Should have, yeah. Um, okay, this is the part. <laughs> Chris laughing. <laughs> Whilst they play I'm hockey, it in my head. it's not that funny. 
You're just a terrible person. No, okay, so I'm going to have to explain this part. So the ex-girlfriend that's crazy lady yes. is like riding past on her bike. <laughs> <laughs> she's going, hi, Wayne. Hi. As she's riding her bike. And then it instantly, and I think this is why I find it so funny because it's so unexpected. Yeah, okay. It is. And like the, you just don't expect it to happen. And she's just waving and it cuts to a shot of them sort of looking at it going, Ugh. Ugh. and then it instantly cuts back as her bike crashes into the front <laughs> of a car and she goes tumbling over the bonnet. And it's just one of those those physical comedy moments that is just so funny. And if you haven't seen this movie or you haven't seen it in a long time, even just YouTube that scene and just tell me that it's not the Funniest thing you've ever seen. Not she, then, she then gets up and goes, <laughs> and like fixes herself up and, and just, just waves and walks off. Yeah. Like nothing had happened. <laughs> like it's just so, I think it's just because it's so unexpected. But now, even now that I know that it's coming. As, you were laughing you five minutes before it even came. Was, you were like, wait, it's the best thing. the best thing in the like history of cinematic something or other. And I believe I'm correct. It's brilliant. I laughed more at you than I did at her. Master stroke of physical comedy. One of the best examples of physical comedy in film. Hands down. Please go and watch it if you haven't watched it already. My next note is not funny. We had to watch it twice. (laughs) And I would have watched it again just, just for you to try and get into the spirit of it. Because, again, it's so... So basic and so stupid, I thought you would laugh. <laughs> I think if you didn't tell me, then I might have laughed. But knowing that it was coming and if- waiting for it, and you were already laughing, I was like, okay, it's going to be funny. It's going to be funny. Maybe I, I think- had higher expectations, I think. I think maybe with comedies moving forward, yeah. if we do more comedy movies on this podcast, and there is quite a few on our list, because mm. as I said, you haven't seen a lot of comedies. No. Maybe we have to watch them separately. Possibly. Maybe we don't sit down together and watch these movies, these comedies. Some yeah. of the other ones, like the action ones and stuff we can. Yeah. But, but maybe the comedies. the comedies so that I don't have that effect. That's where, probably a good idea. Although this is probably the main one that I was going to do it in because I, that, <laughs> that scene just every time makes me laugh harder than I've ever laughed before. My gosh, it was insane. Anyway, moving on. Um, no, no sponsors. We're not selling out. Oh. <laughs> well, they're drinking like Pepsi cans. <laughs> Again, and this is almost one of those things that predicted the future. Yeah. Because that's that's what influencers do now. You look at Instagram and that's all Absolutely. Instagram is. is like, oh, They've got their sponsors. I'm, I'm here just relaxing by the beach in the Maldives while I drink this can of Pepsi. Yeah. It's really great. Thanks, Pepsi. So refreshing. That's what Instagram is now. So, and this predicted it thirty years ago. Yeah, they knew Um, what was going to happen. They knew what was happening, and that's yeah. It it is a very good scene, and it's again, it's just that really masterstroke comedy writing that that these guys have done. That yeah, you you can tell they've come from sketch comedy because that all all these little bits and pieces do almost feel like little like there's there's an overarching story over the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of the comedy set pieces feel like. Little, like, like little sketches. Like that yep. thing, like you could have watched that on Saturday Night Live as a sketch and gone. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's, hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Good one. Um, good five minutes onto the next sketch. And that's what this movie does very well. I think it ties in a lot of sketches. It's almost like a Monty Python-esque movie where it's a lot of different sketches. Yeah. But there but is a story all... that ties it all together. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. If this one is legit, I'm going to be really, really proud of myself. So is one of the actors Luke from Gilmore Girls' sister's boyfriend, TJ? Can you please look I that up? I know the guy you're talking about. I will look it up. Pretty sure it's uh, TJ because I kept looking at him and I was like, I swear to God, that is TJ. And I really hope I'm right because I need to be right about something. Okay. My God. I'm right. It has happened. Yes. <laughs> yes. The actor is Michael Dalloise. Yes. He has been in such films as Wayne's World. Yep. He was in uh, California Man or Encino Man, as it's known here in Australia, which is another movie which we have to watch. Brendan Fraser. We've got to watch some. Oh, Brendan, Brendan Fraser. Fraser! I love him. What do you Oof. know? What do you know him from? Indi- no, not Indiana Jones. It's The Mummy. Yeah. The Mummy. Anything else? George Returns. Of the, George of the Jungle. Yeah. You never seen George of the Jungle? I probably did when I was really little, well, but I don't remember. Encino Man is definitely one that we'll be watching. Okay. Uh, so I'm just trying to find some of the other stuff that uh, that this guy was in. Gilmore I mean, Girls. But yes, he was he was TJ in Gilmore Girls. Winner! Um, he's been a bit part actor in a lot of TV shows and all those sort of things over the years. But yes, he was TJ in Gilmore Girls. I can't believe you called that. Did you know? No. Yeah! <laughs> That's just... Oh, made my night. Can I do a mic drop? Like take my headphones off and drop... I'd, I'd prefer <laughs> if you didn't. <laughs> oh, it's disappointing. All of that for nothing. But, Except um, I was right. You were right. Wow. And that's now recorded you saying I was right. I know. It's even better. It's the only way you'll hear it again, but that's good. Yeah. Look at me go. I know. Look at you. You're on a roll. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one. The episode on air with his flashcards. <laughs> I literally wrote hee uh, hee. Where is it? <laughs> with the sponsor and he's making yes. fun of the sponsor. And he's, yeah, yeah. And the sponsor's like, oh, yes, this was this, that was great. It yeah, felt really this, good. This, this man blows goats. I have proof. <laughs> Again, another thing that, yeah, if that was a sketch show, you go, oh, yeah, that's a great sketch. Yeah. That's very funny. But very it just funny. ties into the movie so well that you don't even sort of yeah. pick it apart. But, yeah, very, very good. That was Again, good. basic comedy. Yeah. That I got. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're delving, as I said at the start, we're delving into the stuff that you find funny, and I like that. Um, no film in this camera. <laughs> and then he pulls out the film, and it just keeps going on the ground. <laughs> and it's all the film, and it keeps coming out, and it keeps going, and it keeps going for like five minutes. <laughs> Sorry. It was good. No, and that's... <laughs> That's actually a rule of comedy that the longer something like that goes for, the funnier it is. The funnier it, it is. Yeah. Um, I actually thought you might have made a note about the, the Oscar scene just before that where he's like, am I supposed to be your man? Am I supposed to say, I don't mind? And he's like, splashes the water in his face. I don't mind. Yeah, that was good too. And I never <laughs> learned to read. So is there any of that true? Yes. Everything yes. except the reading part. Yeah. Um, like again, that's Mike Myers writing this at, at his funniest. Like yeah. That sort of stuff is what he's he just does hilarious. so well. And obviously he's gone into more of these after Austin Powers 3. Yeah. He's gone into like the Pentative, uh, pent- I can't remember what it's called. It's on Netflix at the moment, but he mm. plays multiple characters in his movies now. Look, it's It's... Great for him and he enjoys it, but it's yeah, it's not, not the same as this same. stuff. Like this stuff, this is this is where he's shone. And uh, he's like, key funny. Like he's funny, funny. He's a very funny man. Yeah. Um, and that's what there's been talk of a, a a third Wayne's World movie for years, and they reunited a couple of years ago for Saturday Night Live, and then people were like, oh yes, and it just hasn't happened. Hasn't we'll happened. get to, we'll get to some of that once we get through your notes. That's all right. There's only one more note left. Okay. Uh, the Scooby Doo ending. <laughs> That's great. So that's they do multiple endings at the end of this movie. They do yeah. the sad ending, yep, which is very dramatic. 
Oh, yes. Which I was sort of watching you at that point, hoping you'd be like, wait, is this actually how it ends? Yeah, I like, think did, I kind did you of realised. Did you have a bit of thought of that when that was all happening? A little bit, but I was kind of like, hmm, the Scooby-Doo ending. That means that they're going to do a few endings, surely. Like, you kind of get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. That's all my notes. Okay. Well, there's, there's a lot of stuff from behind the scenes in this. Um, obviously, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. At the start. So good. Now, that scene became iconic, the headbanging thing. Now, everybody associates headbanging head to that part that. of the song, and that came from this movie. So, basically, the studio wanted a uh, song from Guns N' Roses. Yep. Uh, I think they wanted Welcome to the Jungle or Sweet Child of Mine. It was one of those two. Yes. Um, but Mike Myers was adamant about the Queen song uh, and he vowed to quit the film if he didn't get his way. Wow. Uh, and it actually went full circle because he played a record executive in the Bohemian Rhapsody movie really? a couple of years ago. It went full circle. <laughs> because realize. Because the song being in this movie brought yep. it back. So when Bohemian Rhapsody was released, it was big. Yeah, but... But when it was in this movie, it brought it back into mainstream culture and that song became huge all over again. And the band attributes that to, to Mike Myers, yep. which which is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, but in that scene, Dana Carvey at Garth, yep. he didn't have the lyrics memorised. Oh, no. So we see the lip syncing along <laughs> when they're singing along in the car. And that's why that last little bit where it's like where, where it slows down. Yep. And he goes, anyone can see. And he goes, and just like moves his mouth up and down. Did <laughs> you not, did you not notice that? Know. It's supposed to be this funny thing where it's like, oh, Garth doesn't know the words, ha ha. Yep. But, but in he reality, he actually, Dana Carvey couldn't remember the words and they used that line in the film. But he was pretty annoyed when he saw the movie cut because he obviously was like, oh, why did you use that yeah. scene? But it was really, really funny. Yeah, we mentioned that she does her own singing. Yep. And that drum solo yes. in the shop that Garth does when they're in the music shop and Garth gets on the drums, he's yep, does and doing the his thing. That was actually him playing the drums. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. That was actually, yeah, he um, he played that himself. There was a lot of pop culture references in it that you didn't get and I actually mentioned one to you which was the character from Terminator 2, the cop. When yes, he gets that's over right. The cop, he's like, have you seen this boy? And he screams and drives off. Yep. And I said, you, will you get, won't get this. I said, you you won't get this now, but you will eventually get this. After uh, we watch that. Yeah. Yeah. This movie, it was a huge hit. Obviously, it came from Saturday Night Live, which had a huge following in the early 90s anyway. It made $183.1 million. Wow. From a budget. So, it only cost $20 million to make. It's pretty good. So, which is huge. Yeah. Uh, and it's still the highest grossing movie based on it. It's Saturday Night Live sketch. Jeez. Um, and as I said, yeah, it helped um, to bring Bohemian Rhapsody back into the zeitgeist. Uh, but Freddie Mercury actually passed away while Wayne's World was in production, but he did get a chance to see a cut of the headbanging scene before he passed away. Oh, see, that's which cool is, then. Which is that's really cool. cool. So, yeah, the song became a hit again. It's uh, reached second place on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. New music, music video was released, including footage from the film as well. That's cool. To capitalise on it. So, all right. That's enough banging on for me. Uh-huh. It's just some of the things. I could talk about this movie forever because I just love this movie so much. Yeah. Let's get into the questions we ask every time. Let's start with what would you rate this movie out of five, Jordan? So I'm actually going to give it a 3.5. 3.5? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not a bad score from me because I'm really not tough. a bad Not a bad score from you for a comedy. Exactly. I don't know. I feel like my highest score has not even been – 3.5 is probably the highest score I've given so far. 
don't think we've had a four yet, have we? No, but I'm a really tough critic. Like it would take mm. a lot to get a four from me. We'll see. There's some. There's some. Oh, did Team America get a four? I can't remember. No, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Three point five or three point seven five was yeah, that the one I wanted? Been, yeah. yeah. I don't think it got to a four. No. So three point five is pretty good for me. Yeah, well, all right. We'll see if we can get you to an illustrious four. I wonder if we can ever get a five out of five from you mm. for a movie on the list of movies that we've got. Is The Little Mermaid on the list? No. Then no. You've seen The Little Mermaid, <laughs> so no. Damn. And finally, would you watch a sequel to this movie? Yeah, I think I would actually. Good, because there is a Wayne's World too, and we will be watching it. We may not do it for the podcast, but we will definitely be watching it. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. So my sister-in-law can stay happy with me. I don't know. 3.5. Wow. Wait and see if she's happy with that review. Yeah. But then I'd also like to know if she liked it the first time or if after it was like the fourth or fifth time. She would have been a kid the first time she saw it. So Yeah, true. I feel like it would grow on you. The more you watch it, the more you'd enjoy it. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, all right. Well, that, that wraps us up for another episode. If it's about time you watch this, we'll be back next week. We're going sci-fi next week with an interesting one. I don't know I don't know how you're going to go with this one, but no. we shall see. It's another Bruce Willis movie. I remember him. From Die Hard. Yeah, that's right. The main character from Die Hard. Gotcha. It's Bruce Willis. Yeah. He's the, he's Willis the, Bruce. He's the lead actor in the movie we're doing next week. We will leave it there and we will catch you then for another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. 